Welcome back to 99, chapter 40, Bereshit. Um, so I really like this. Um, Yosef gets sent to prison because of Potiphar's evil wife. But Akoletova, once again, and we'll see that right now. Um, then, after these words of Potiphar's wife, who had bad-mouthed Yosef throughout Egypt, the attention was taken away from Yosef that when the king of Egypt's butler and baker committed an offense against their master, the king of Egypt, Pharaoh became furious at his two officers, the chief butler and the chief baker, and he placed them into custody of the chief's chief, the chief, uh, chief, chief butler's house in the prison where Yosef was held. The chief butler, sorry, butcher, sorry, I meant to say butcher every time I say it. Hold on, hold on. Woo! <laughs> butcher. There's a butler and a butcher. So, the chief butcher assigned Yosef to be with them, and he attend, attended to them. They were in custody for many days, a whole year, actually. Um, both of them, the king of Egypt's butler and baker, were confined in the prison, had a dream. Each person had his dream of the same night as the other. Each person dreamt his own destiny. Wow. Yosef came to them in the morning. He saw them and look, they were depressed. Depressed? How do you say depressed? In Hebrew, like, ze'afim, ze'afim. So he asked these officers of Pharaoh, uh, who were with him in custody in his master's house, saying, Why do your faces look so down today? They said to him, We've had a dream, but there is no one to interpret it. Yosef said to them, don't dream interpretations come from God. Please tell me your dreams. The chief butler told his dream to Yosef. He said to him, In my dream, look, a vine was before me. On the vine there were tendrils. It seemed to be blossoming and its buds came out. Then its clusters ripened into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand. And I took the grapes and squeezed them into Pharaoh's cup. I placed the cup into Pharaoh's palm. Yosef said to him, this is, an, this is its interpretation. The three ten tendrils are three days. In another three days, Pharaoh will count his officers to serve him at a meal, and he will count your head and restore you to your position. Oh, wait. <coughs> Then you will place Pharaoh's cup into his hand, just like when you were with his butler, when you were his butler in first instance. If you would, then remember me alongside you when things go well for you. Please do me a favor and mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of his prison. For I was kidnapped from the land of the Hebrews and I haven't done anything wrong here either. For them, to have put me into prison. The chief baker saw that he had interpreted well, so he said to, J J to Joseph, 
Um, in my dream, I too was there. And look, there was three wicker baskets on my head. In the upper basket was a selection of Pharaoh's food made by a baker. And the birds were eating them from the basket on top of my head. Yosef replied and said, this is, this is its interpretation. The three baskets are three days. In, other th in another three days, Pharaoh will remove your head from you, <laughs> from you and hang you on a gallows, and the birds will eat your flesh off of you. Just a moment of silence here because of how awkward he and this is to interpret. <laughs> Imagine. I have vivid, vivid dreams, and I usually remember my dreams. Um, and I really wish I had a Yosef right here, right now, to interpret all my dreams. <coughs> I had a dream like I had a shiny blue Austin Martin, and there's nothing, like, weird about that. I just really, really hope that happens. <laughs> so, Yosef, please just... Swing your wand. And so it happened. And that on the third day, it was Farah's birthday. I think it's the first time we talk about birthday. I really think it's the first time we talk about birthday. Why do we only talk about it here? Let me, wait, hold on. Vahi bayom yom hu ledet et paro. Pharaoh made a banquet for all his servants, and he counted the chief butler and chief baker among his servants. He restored the chief butler to his position as butler, and the butler placed the cup on Pharaoh's palm, and just as Yosef had predicted, he hanged the chief baker. But that day, the chief butler did not remember Yosef, and he forgot him later on, too. Ay, 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 why did he forget? You had one job. You had one job. Literally, just tell Pharaoh about Yosef. It's not that hard. Ugh. Let's see what he said, what it says about um, Rashi, what he says about that he forgot him. Because Yosef relied on the butler to remember him, he was compelled to be confined for two years in the spirit of the verse, happy is the man who trusts in God and did not turn to the arrogant. Psalm 40, Psalm 40 and 5. In his commentary to verse 1, Rashi writes that Pharaoh's butler and baker were imprisoned so that relief would come through them to Yosef and the righteous one. This begs the question, if God's intent is sending the butler and the baker to be imprisoned with Yosef was so that relief would come through them to him, why was Yosef wrong to have relied on the butler to remember him? Well, it is true that God sent the butler and baker to jail as a means for saving Yosef, Yosef nevertheless made a subtle miscalculation concerning the significance of their arrival. Yosef's mistake was that he saw his newfound relationship with, a, with the butler and the baker as a 
certain way out of jail rather than a possible means by which God would send salvation. Thus, Rashi stresses, because Yosef relied on the butler to remember him, he was compelled to be confined for two years. Yosef should have relied directly upon Hashem, who can send him send help in any possible manner imaginable, rather than relying on what he thought was God's chosen remote root, sorry, root of salvation. Of course, Yosef was not wrong in attempting to find a natural, logical route by which God might save him. He merely erred in the significance that he attached to that route, attempting to write the script on God's behalf. Instead of relying on God to save him via the butler, Yosef should have depended on God to save him in whichever way God deemed fit, while realizing that there was a, a distinct possibility that it might be through the butler and that is what Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson said so actually there is a spiritual vitamin about this birthday thing and I knew there was going to be something because it is the first time we talk about birthday and birthday for me is very like a new Okay, I don't want to say new word, but it's very, like, I wouldn't expect it to be in the Torah, to be honest. On your birthday, your mazal is renewed. The mazal is the root of your soul, which remains attached to its source on high, while only an extension of your soul descends into your body and vitalizes it. When your birthday comes, you experience a straightening of, ev of the very root of your soul, and, naturally, the change is felt also in the lower aspect of your soul that vitalize your physical body. This is some deep stuff. But this is the end of chapter 40. And we also finished um, Parashat uh, Vayeshev, which is such a such a beautiful parasha. And Miketz is also going to be, which is the next parasha, it's going to be a beautiful one. And that is all. Yasher Koach.